Welcome. Creative Blocks with me, Jeremy Beam. I'm here this week with my guest, Roger Lopez. What's good, Jeremy? Hey, man. Stand-up comedian. You might have seen him in the background of your favorite TV shows. Yep, I was uh, I was on I was one of the Indians on Westworld. So look out for my right, my fucking <clears throat> brownness. You might uh, might even have him in your class. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, could be going to school with this guy. I'm, um, I'm over at CSUN, so if you see me, you know, smoke me out. Word. <laughs> All right, man. Well, welcome to Creative Blocks, where uh, Dang, good we to be discuss here. Uh, creative blocks. You know, struggles within as an artist, as a comedian. Whatever topic might be, while playing with fucking Legos. Awesome. Yeah, I love the idea. Right? Do you ever play with Legos? I played with Legos a lot growing up. Finally, man. I was worried. Like I was like a, the only one playing with Legos for a minute. Nope. <clears throat> Everybody I grew up with played with Legos, and if you didn't, you're probably a serial killer. Right. That's what <laughs> I was thinking too, man. That's like uh, like the equivalent of like a girl in our age, like not playing with Barbies. I feel like that would be weird. Like you. Yeah. Legos, G.I. Joe's, that should have been a... If she wasn't playing with Barbies, <laughs> like, she's probably dressing in... Being uh, very sexist right now in my eye. Nah, that's not <laughs> sexist, man. It's, it's, a, just, it's just facts. <clears throat> no, I'm just yeah, kidding. it is. <laughs> All right, let me give you a quick breakdown of uh, what's going on. Can you hear me fine? Oh, yeah. I can, th- cool, this, cool. Yo, Jeremy Bean has my some of the crispest are, uh, sound quality and the crispest you. setup I've seen on a podcast ever. <laughs> He's recording in 1,000 HD quality... No, no, not 10,000 <laughs> HD quality. We're in an 8K. No, he's if, on a 10K. Uh, you know, this motherfucker's recording on 10. It's a great setup, bro. Actually, it's select viewers right now. Oh, we're in 3D. Oh, yeah, that's dope right? as yeah, fuck. So, so if it's not in 3D right now, get a better TV. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Quick breakdown, man. This bin is your bulk of your big Legos right here. I've got a bin there. That's all those little tiny ass pieces. You're mm-hmm. you're familiar with Legos, so it's four bricks smaller. There's all your guys. Mm. And then we got some uh, little platforms Platform. here, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much just free build. We'll check in on the build at some point. And very uh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I'm gonna go with the sand this week. It's fun. Uh, yeah, these seeing. Lego pieces are awesome. Man. Yeah, man, it's enjoyable to just sit here and play with Legos while getting interviewed. So, I mean, like, so you are a comedian. How long have you been doing stand-up? This May will mark four years that I've been out here on these streets. Four years. And mm. you are from L.A. too, right? Yeah, born and raised in West L.A. Cool. So what made you decide to uh, hit that open mic? Man, um, my friend uh, Sylvester, he just, um, you know, we went to high school together. We went to college together. You know, we hung out. Yeah. He was like, yo, man, you're like the funniest guy I know. You should uh, try stand-up. And uh, I never thought about trying stand-up. I was just, like, mm. a big fan of, like, comedy. Like, really big fan. I was going to, like, a lot of comedy shows, like, every week. Were you going to, like, the store and Laugh Factory before you were doing stand-up? Yeah, so I had a fake ID because I was, like, 19, 20. And um, it wasn't a fake ID. It was a real ID. The dude just looked like me. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I went down to the store with his ID. And my homie had his older brother's ID. So, yeah, we were going to, like, Roast Battle, I was a line to the fucking um, door people telling them I was a comedian oh, so yeah. I could just get in for free mm. in the back. Yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. The little, uh, if you are a comedian and the rooms aren't filled, sometimes they'll let you sit in the back if they know you're, you're not a dick. Which yep. is a really cool perk, man. When I first moved here, I sat in the uh, OR every night. Just yeah, studying. Man. 
Studying, yeah, that's one thing. Studying. You, you can go in there and start study. I mean, in the, like just seeing what like what works and what doesn't on the professional level. Yeah, and then see what's hacky. That is one thing too to sit there and watch like an entire late night and see like man, everyone's talking about bird scooters. <laughs> oh, or you, that's the same. I guess was it, that was that the topic. Too. No, I don't know. I just ran with birds. <laughs> you just ran. Yeah. Was like, I was like, I only have ever heard people no. tell. <laughs> It just reminded me of the South Park episode where they uh, everybody's scooting. Yeah, we're scooting. <laughs> yeah, everybody's scooting. Man, I think of that episode now every time I see like I don't know if how it is in your city, but in LA you'll come up across a block where like thirty lime scooters will just be perfectly lined up, lined up, ready to go. It's fucking crazy, man. Somebody takes pride in that setup too every morning. Somebody gets paid a lot of money from a billionaire. To give a fuck to give money to people who, t- who take pride in setting them up every morning. <laughs> what do you, so what do you what are you laying out a I'm laying footprint out, for? I'm not sure, but I really dig this um this uh what I have right here. It looks yeah. like a, a like a red cross or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a black cross, hell yeah. <laughs> I found a few pieces that were connected that kind of just started. Oh, that looks throwing nice. It together, man. Yeah. It looks like you made like a little airplane hanger. Maybe, man. I made some type of base oh. last time. Too. It also I looks get like out a, of the bases. It reminds me of like a nice cargo ship. Right? Yeah, like a Call of Duty. You know, I'm, actually, I'm aboarding. You're aboarding? <laughs> aboarding oh, no. It's okay. By the it looked nice, man. I like <laughs> it, man. I'm, a, I'm aboarding. It looked like I just saw like Picasso just make some great shit and I was like, yo, that's dope. And he was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> 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 How about now? You still think it's nice? <laughs> I can't hear you. Let me cut my ear off. <laughs> Yo, check it out. I got a badass motherfucker on Ooh, this side now. Nice. I'm basically making like the temple of my Aztec religion. There's some cool tribal Mayan guys in there. <clears throat> let me see here. Oh, that's a great idea. But so definitely got to build the empire too. So let me uh, stepping back, man. You said oh, you uh, yeah. your buddy in college got you to doing open mics, but you're currently in school. So did you go to school, drop out, and then or like take oh. a hiatus? I took a unwanted hiatus, man. Mm. So you know, I went to school in 2012. I got out of high school, enrolled in uh, Santa Monica College. I went there for too long, three and a half years. You know, took a bunch of classes. Um, I first wanted to be a chemistry major, but I was like. I don't understand any of these classes. <laughs> I failed like the basic chemistry twice, and I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna fail again, so I'm just gonna switch majors." Yeah, because I, I wanted to be like a pharmacist, but I was thinking about, do I want to be in a CVS all day? You know. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, man, "Why don't I just do English, man? Like, I, I like English more." <clears throat> yeah. And then around that time was also when I started doing like stand up, so it was like things kind of just started changing like at that moment. So. I did. I switched to English. Did all the classes. Three and a half years. I applied to a uh, CSUN. I, I got in um, immediately, but I fucking um, I missed my the deadline to say that I want to register for classes. Yeah. Damn. And it sucks because then I was uh, locked out of the fall semester, and then um, what ended up happening was like I just told my girlfriend, you know, fuck it, you know, we're on vacation in Canada during that that. Those days that I could have added classes and the days after that I was locked out. And I was like, fuck, man. Ah, fuck it. I'll just uh, I'll go for the spring semester. Spring semester starts, you know, however, four months, five months later. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, I'm adding these classes. And then I see that I can't. And it says that there's like a problem with my, you know, um, eligibility to enroll for classes at CSUN. So I sent them an email and they're like, oh, yeah, since you didn't go to class this fall, 
and didn't tell us that you weren't going to go for the fall, even though that should have been obvious. You were locked out of fall and spring. Because what I didn't notice is that the registration was for fall dash. So the, As, which, meaning the whole year. That's bullshit. So I was like, you gonna, you guys are going to lock me out of the whole year? And they're like, yep. And then, know. oh, shit. <laughs> it looked, it, and then fine. once they locked me out of the whole year, they also said, oh, since, but since you didn't tell us that you were going to not take classes, which I think should have been obvious because I didn't fucking apply to register for classes at the right time. Since I didn't tell them, which I didn't know I was supposed to do, they kicked me out of CSUN. So then I had to wait until the next enrollment period and fucking apply again like if I were a new fucking jabroni. And uh, but the point is, man, they uh, they so accepted me again just to get through to get an education. So man. much bullshit. And you know yeah. what I just noticed uh, of this semester? Like now that I'm in a whole year after I'm supposed to be in, or a whole two years after, they don't even fucking make you um like register, like intend to register. Like they used to tell you, like once you get accepted now from a community college, they just straight up let you um. Like, they straight up let you, like, enroll for f- classes. You don't have to fucking tell them, like, I want to. Damn. Like, that shit should you be obvious. I got fucked, basically. Come and the go. System. The system be Once you're people. in, you're in. It's yeah. like a Costco membership. As long as you're paying, you just keep coming back. Exactly. Or yeah. or you can walk behind people that kind of look like you and pretend you're their, like, siblings or family. <laughs> I've done that a few times. <laughs> just to sneak in for, for, like, do you go to class for free? Oh like, no, Costco just, to the Costco. Oh, yeah, <laughs> to you're the, sneaking into classrooms, going. This is my family. No, no, to the Costco. Oh, you know, because gotcha. sometimes the food court's inside. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, yeah, man, school's a motherfucker. But my homie Sylvester, man, he's a uh, he's the only one really that told me like I should be a comedian, and that just planted the seed in my mind. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe I can do it, you know. Yeah. And then I started telling people that you know I'm a I'm gonna be a comedian. I can do it, and um. I just didn't fucking really do anything with it, though, for, like, months. Mm. And then um, eventually my lady's uh, younger brother, I've been with my girlfriend for, like, six years at that point, or, or five and a half. And he was like, yo, man, I don't think Roger's going to do shit. <laughs> and I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Calling you out. I remember it was a Sunday, and I was like, that fucking Sunday, I got out of Notebook. I looked up all the comedy clubs that I knew from podcasts, like uh, the Comedy Store, Flappers, the, imp- uh, the Improv, all of them. Ice House, you know, all of them, basically. And I was like, I'm going to fucking get up on all these. And then when I went to Flappers, I heard people talk about, like, uh, the Comedy Bureau. And then from there, I was like, oh, there's a whole list of these motherfuckers. And then from there, it was just like, it was on, man. Fuck yeah. I remember um, my ninth set, I did, a, I did a spot at Nerd Melt before it closed down. And then I got lucky, and I got up on Kill Tony later that, like, an hour later. Nice. On my 10th spot. So, you know, it was pretty crack lacking from the beginning. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. What's not crack lacking is... Uh my le- my this building, sh- man. I know it's uh it's looking like I'm fucking making like, I don't know, man. I'm trying to communicate with some aliens right here, man. I meant like, I feel like this is gonna be one of the biggest struggles of we're gonna get good podcast. It's not about the Legos. <laughs> <laughs> it's I definitely so hard like the to, Lego pieces. Yeah, but it's hard to build and carry on and answer questions at the same time you know yeah no sorry man just when i talk about that college stuff man just i gotta get it all all out all out there for the people (laughs) you got to man there's kids in school right now thinking that they might want to do an open mic exactly and you know what do it 
Just not at the ones I go to because that shit's already <laughs> clocked up enough. Now yeah, I'm just right. kidding, man. <laughs> do you? Everybody do you. Um, do you find it hard to be creative as a comedian while being in school now? Um, no, I think it's just hard being creative as a comedian when you just like don't have that muscle in your brain anymore. Like when you've kind of lost it in a way. Yeah. Because you haven't been fucking, when you've been lazy for like a few months, so then. I feel like I, I I just got back into like writing jokes again mm. because I I just stopped being a lazy piece of shit when I when I think of a funny thing I'm like all right I gotta write it down or say it in the memo yeah and then just recently I'm like all right now's the next step I gotta listen to the memo and then write it down and then the next step is like all right now go mm. to go on stage with the motherfucking jokes that I or with the memos that I you know. And then just flesh it out on there or, like, catch the same beats that I said in the memo because I thought it was funny the first time. Yeah. And then just just run down that shit, man. Man, I had an old phone that was, like, chocked full of memos but never got listened to multiple times. Oh, man. I used to be bad about just recording but not going back and actually taking them to pen and paper. It, it, honestly, I, I've been like that the whole time just until, I mean, I go back and forth from, like, really, like, Really doing it and then being lazy as fuck. And for the last six months, I've just been lazy as fuck. Yeah. But just recently, I talked to the homie George Perez at the comedy store. He had just fucking ripped it up at the main room, you know, in front of 350 people. So I asked him, like, yo, you're fucking writing new material all the time. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Like, how do you write? And then he basically just told me, yeah, bro, I think it's something funny. I write it down. I, I fucking, uh, I go on stage with it. I work on it on stage, see how it flows, you know, catch some rhythms. And then I go to write right go to work it on pay, pen and paper see where i can cut the fat that's what yeah. it, that's the main thing he said we're like fucking butchers we're trying to serve the best meat so you're trying to cut all the fucking fat so once you cut fat then you go back out with that shit you fucking see if it got better or not then you cut the fat you keep doing it until you mold it into that fucking perfect like prime like ruth chris fucking 250 dollars whatever fucking steak nice solid advice mm-hmm and that's uh now now the part is uh I just gotta go back and listen to the recording of the set so I can write down the what I what was right. funny and what worked and then rework that and then yeah. just do it again and then until we sell out Madison Square. Re- <laughs> rinse and repeat. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, man. So like when you have a full day of class, do you find it oh. hard to get to the mics? Um or you still force yourself to like put comedy before? No, I definitely made it a, a nice little regimen for myself where um I can I can still go to like enough mics and go to school because uh, I'm I'm taking four classes, but even that's not taking like all my time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Plus, I gotta get a job, so I haven't been working. If I had a forty-hour job, I wouldn't be having time for plus school plus <laughs> comedy. That's a motherfucker. That's plus a uh, eight nine-year relationship. You know what I'm saying? You got to put in time with the lady. Yeah. Which is a beautiful time. But, and you know, that takes priority. Then you're not fucking... It's a motherfucker. That's why I meant to Shore. Uh, I forgot who she told, man. She told... Uh, I think it's probably Ari, like... Like, Mitzi was like, you can't get a girlfriend or whatever. And then uh, he was like, what about uh, Paul... What, what's his name? Paul Rodriguez. He's like, yeah, but he got uh, a bitch, like, when he already made it. Because, like, when you're on your way up, you got to be, like, your main lady's got to be comedy. And I don't. I believe that to an extent, but also I love my girlfriend, and she's also been a great help to my comedy. It's so nice to have support. Yeah, it's very nice to have support. 
So all you lonely motherfuckers, um, keep doing you. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in the room. That's like people take away. They go home. Break like, up with your girlfriends. No, no. Lopez said I wasn't supposed to. Mitzi Shore says not to be in a relationship. Hey, man, if you took that away from what I said, that's on you. But <laughs> the part is that, you know, your la- if your lady is also, like, not trying to, like, support you creatively, like, she a hoe, she always trying to go out to the clubs and shit. Like, man, you, she ain't getting shit done for her life, and she ain't helping you for a goddamn thing in yours. Yeah, so true. I, I feel like at that point, that's when, that's when you got to, like, cut the fat out. Yeah. But Definitely. like for uh, for like me or like you who have been with our ladies who are like rock solid, had our backs, help us with bits and shit, you know, tell us whether that's not funny or funny. Mm-hmm. That's like having a fuck. That's better than some of these open mics. Literally, I fucking knock on an open mic and been like, I know how this shit this shit open mic is going to be. It's going to be two people <laughs> when I get there and it's going to be shite and I'm going to have to pay five bucks. Rest in peace, Smarties. <laughs> and then I was like, let me just do a set right here on the couch in front of you. I got way better feedback from her, a real fucking person, than I am from a fucking bullshit ass like um, establishment that's not gonna give me, the, you know, the enough attention or not. It's just bullshit, you know. Yeah. Open mics, they're good to an extent, but sometimes you gotta know which ones are like not worth your time. Right. <clears throat> yeah, feedback's critical, man, and I think if you can, I mean. It's always important to be on stage, but yeah, I mean, if you've got, she's essentially your writing partner. Essentially, yeah. yeah. She's like taking credit for a few jokes, like, oh, they, <laughs> they like my joke? I'm like, no, you, they like your tag. <laughs> I wrote the whole bit. <laughs> Man, so uh, you've been on uh, some pretty big TV shows in the background. Yeah, yeah. man, I've had the pleasure to be on. Uh, <laughs> just recently, I was on a uh, on Laugh Mobs Laugh Tracks uh, episode uh, twenty four for Orlando Baxter. It's on YouTube. No, it's also it, on my Instagram account. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then uh, I was on Westworld as an Indian, as I said earlier. That was really fun because uh, I got to talk to a, a lot of like legit natives. Because you know, not that I'm not a legit natives, but you know, what I'm saying I got like some motherfuckers that were here from like way back when. Really? Yeah, like this one dude, Little Bear. He was a, uh, his grandma was a seamstress for like Shirley Temple or some shit. So th- his family has been in production for years and years. Oh damn! And he was telling me like, yeah, man, I was on set with Prince, and like, um, I'm not sure if this story is true or not, but I 100 percent believe it because he was a cool motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a, a shoot for Prince. I was in the bathroom. I caught these two girls doing blow, and they were like, oh, sorry, please don't tell. You know, we need this money real bad. <laughs> and he was like, well, just suck me up. You know, no, no, he wasn't like that. They were like, we'll suck your dick. And then he was like, fuck it, you know. So apparently he got domed up in the bathroom by two chicks because <laughs> he caught them doing blow. Damn. Shout out to uh, Little Bear. Like Little Bear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So, I mean, like, what did you like doing the background? I've not done any background work. Like, do you enjoy it? I mean, I love it, man, it because it's, um, you get a lot of time to yourself where you can, like, um, take care of, like, any writing, any entertainment you want to get in, you know, because when you do background, you really, re- in an eight hour shift, you realistically work maybe three hours of that. Mm. And then you have five hours of downtime. So it's up That's to you cool. to do what you do. And you still get paid, you know, whatever you get paid. Yeah. Nice man. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Man. I work for a. G- I did a. There's a video game called PUBG, 
And then uh, when when they shot the when G four gave them a check to shoot their commercial, I was a part of one of the first like people on set as a featured extra. And uh, the next day, I did two days on there. I got paid five hundred bucks, and it was like, dude, that pays for like the membership that I used to get these gigs, which yeah. is only like fifteen a month. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it keeps you uh keeps you moving forward. Yeah, man, one step at a time. But I haven't done any gigs like that in a while. I've just been focusing on uh, comedy in school. What were you? Uh, were you doing um, central casting? Uh, I've I've only got, I've never gotten a gig on central casting that I have applied for. I've only gotten a gig on there, which I've only gotten one gig on there, which is my first one ever. Which is, uh, they just hit me up. They were like, "Hey, man, would you like to play an immigrant on NCIS Los Angeles?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how do you find? How'd you find Westworld? Uh, I just applied for it on um, LA Casting, the other service that I pay 15 a month on. And then they were just like, casting for Westworld Indians. I'm like, if I don't get this, that's bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> How's your uh, inbox on your email been since signing up for, for LA Casting? Um, dead. <laughs> I haven't paid for it in like a few months. Oh, but <laughs> when you were active, does it not like some days I'll forget and then be like 300 emails? It'll be all casting, all like shit. Oh, I like need to narrow my shit? yeah. Oh shit, no, no, I don't, I don't. I never signed up for that part. Part. Oh, you never got bombarded emails. by emails. No, I would always just log log uh, onto the account. And you either scroll. saw it or you didn't. Yeah, mm. I would just scroll down. Now they can email you your preferences. That's fucking cool, man. That'll yeah. make it a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then like whatever you're looking for, but like. Then, but then again, I'd be applying to like jobs that have like white guy, blue eyes. I'm like, yep, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> I applied for the Mexican background work. Oh, you should, bro. They never called me back. Those bro, bitches. There was a fucking native on Westworld that was a, oh, it was a white guy with blue eyes. I was like, this motherfucker is the farthest thing from a native, and he was the one wrangling the horses. Like this shit's backwards. <laughs> hey, his 23 and me said he's at least one one hundredth. Of a Native American, at least one. Now I'm at least a lot of it because uh, my people, Mexicans, we supposedly, if uh, it's correct, we come from right here where I'm currently at, Aslan, which is southern Mex, southern, southern United States, which is like makes a portion of California, New Mexico, and uh, whatever the fuck. It's just like the empire that all the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Aztecs originated from. Everybody that started the empires in Mexico. They came from here as the one big empire, Aslan. So my parents are immigrants, but I'm back where I'm supposed to be. Nice. <laughs> so did you just take your uh, geology course? No, I just took my first Chicano so. Studies class, okay. and I'm representing the okay. people now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been representing the people, man. Like Fred Hampton, man, rest in peace. He got killed by the FBI, Chicago, Chicago police, and the state sheriffs. You, at 22 years old, I see you sharing conspiracy theories every once in that's a while. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's no, fair. no, no, not yeah, but you do. Mm-hmm. You you'll go down that rabbit hole. But it's not. I'm not really. I'm not. It's not really conspiracy theories. They're just facts again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a conspiracy if it's been proven by people. By science. Now I'm on. Now I'm on kind of the flat Earth theory, man. I'm starting to like. I'm starting to be swayed. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is over. <laughs> As a man of science. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a sci- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because riddle me this, riddle, riddle me this. Look, we got Lego pieces to showcase everything perfectly. So look, we're gonna use this as the sun, right? So here, wait. Before I saw this, we yeah. scientifically, you can okay. Google, anybody can Let's Google this. this. We can we can always see the Big Dipper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's science. That's science, right? I'm not making Depending that up. Depending on what hemisphere you're in. No, the like southern here. Sim- hemisphere has different stars. 
We got different stars? What do mm-hmm. you mean we Depending got different stars? where you're at. You but can I have thought, a different layout. But, like, I feel like you could always see part of it, right? Like, no? Like, you're right. I think so. I think no, depending on where. I, I screenshot it on my phone, so we can pull it up real quick. Let's Just, uh, get one of the interns on it. So we got one of the... Okay. <laughs> got, I, no, like, I screenshot it on my phone just to make sure, because I said that, and I wasn't really sure. So, I mean... It says right there, is the Big Dipper visible all year round? You can tell us where north is since the Big Dipper is a circumferential artificial. Assuming you have a clear northern horizon. And a northern horizon. What are the northern so horizon? Can't see, is the Big Dipper visible in the southern? Is it big? We're in. Yeah. All right, all right. But like, so if I'm down at the tip of South America. How about the North Star? Can we always see the North Star year round? Dude. I'm not an astronomer. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, no. we have to get no here on MythBusters. Can you see the Big Dipper year round in Southern California? So, what were you getting at on the sun, though? So, look. So, how about this, man? So, check it out. So, we have the sun right here at the center of the of our universe. In fact, not of our universe, our of, of our galaxy, yeah. right? So then we have, boom, the Earth right there. So okay. January 1st wasn't that long ago, so the Earth was right there, right? Yeah. Because scientifically, they say it takes a whole year for the Earth to travel around the sun. Yeah. Which is, a, that would make 365 days or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So right now, we're like about right here, right? So would you say that every time, every time that we face the sun, it's daytime. Like right now we're facing the sun because it's daytime, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when the eventually we rotate like around over here, we're facing this part of the universe, which is nighttime, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why the fuck can all these like this? And then you have all these other planets, right? We got Mars over here. We got Jupiter over here. All the way over here. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> you, and the crazy shit is that we can always see these planets. Like they're always visible to us year round. Like they don't have... Supposedly, we travel at like a billion miles an hour. Now, that's, that's incorrect. Let well, me ask you this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you're on a racetrack uh-huh, uh-huh. and you're driving okay. the same speed as the race car beside you and uh-huh. you guys, will, every once in a while, you drift apart. But for the most part, you're going to see that car in rotation. Mm-hmm. These planets aren't just standing still and Earth is moving. They're still moving, too. Yeah, they're for sure moving. And I yeah. understand that for a fact. So, like, so but do this. Yeah, but everything's moving. But there's there's a there's a point where we shouldn't always see like we can always see these planets, right? There shouldn't be a point where we can there should be a point where we can't see these planets. Like there should be a point where Mars is over here, we're facing this side of the universe because it's it's nighttime, but we how the fuck can we still see Mars? If it the thing is it's a flat plane, so that's how you can see everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm pushing the tail a little too much. Oh man. So Look, that's the, ridiculous. Is the idea fleshed out? No, but check this out too. Look, night it, visibility does look, not indicate if the Earth is flat or not. <laughs> I know, but check this out. Check this out. Look, how is it that the United Nations all got together to make it impossible for any explorer to explore Antarctica? We don't. We haven't even seen the end of the wall that they have in Antarctica. There's like literally a whole wall in Antarctica that surrounds basically this whole flat earth and that's what's keeping the water leveled here in earth because if you ever use the leveler you can see that that's how we measure shit to make sure it's balanced right so water scientifically is always on level but that's and that's why it, this earth is flat because then the the antarctica <laughs> the fucking the walls 
person was keeping the water. Because if not, you ever see water when it starts to rise and it starts to swallow up the beach? The wall also protects us from uh, aliens, the ice. Aliens. The ice monster. <laughs> the ice, there's definitely ice monsters. <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's a great fucking point. That's a great point. Uh, <laughs> Yo, so if anything, the last exploration that was in an, an article was in the 1950s. So we definitely haven't explored that part nearly enough. Even Hitler had a hidden base in Antarctica. I bet he did. He was looking for the end of this shit, bro. Yeah. He probably there's a there's a little theory that all the world people got together and they were like, "Yo, man, this shit's crazy." I feel like you're just regurgitating me some bullshit blog post you read on Flat Earth. <laughs> all right, it's not it's not a hundred percent hundred percent facts, and nor do I a hundred percent believe it. But Amelia Earhart. Never made it. But <laughs> I, I will say this, man. I will say this. What? I don't know shit. <laughs> no, I will I say this one. I do not endorse. I will say flatter. this one. Dinosaurs aren't real. That's a for real. Oh one. my god. Oh, you get you get you you gonna sit here and tell me dinosaurs are real? Why would you not think they were real, bro? Have you ever seen a dinosaur bone? Yeah. Where? Museums. I've Those are like, replicas. There's, like a there's a fucking. You see the T Rex head right over there. That's a. That's a. They're <laughs> all replicas, bro. And then if they're you go replicas, they're rep- you, you, Nobody's ever seen a real dinosaur bone unless you're rich, and then that's because you made it up. <laughs> you gonna you gonna tell me that you fu- you've seen a real dinosaur bone? Nope. You can Google that museum, oh and God. all dinosaur bones in museums are replicas. They are replicas. <laughs> that's a fact. You guys can Google that right now. All Dinosaur bones in museums are replicas, very good replicas. Go on Google, YouTube, replicas being made of dinosaur bones. There's like a bunch of people in a beautiful lab making solid Well, replicas. yeah, because then they, they find one piece, but they might not find the entire piece of the T-Rex. No, they're not. Like, they've never found a whole, that's the other thing. They've never found a whole dinosaur like a T-Rex. They found like the tail of the T-Rex and maybe his femur, and they're like, all right, can you see the rest, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, what are you, what are we fucking two? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's called imagination. It is called Wait, imagination, <laughs> but don't sell it off to me as fact. It's called the fucking it's called the Great Script, Jurassic Park. Great movie. Great movie, and I appreciate the movie, but I don't appreciate being lied to. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I just proved it right there. It's just right there. Literally, nobody's ever found a full dinosaur. You know, nobody's ever found the head to the fucking feet to the tail. You know, I would if I went and searched, but I don't have the time to go. No, no, you wouldn't ever. It's for dinosaurs. Oh my, you wouldn't Let ever me show find you my a Velociraptor claw. <laughs> I carry one around on me and tap it, bro. That, that's like chicken bones, tables. bro. That's <laughs> all just chicken bone, man. Man, look, look. I'm not saying again. This is 100% facts. All I'm saying is look into it. <laughs> no, I will not look into it, Roger. Yes, come on, man. This is perfectly valuable. I will valuable not endorse fact. any you, of this. You're gonna sit here and also process. tell me that we went to the moon. Yeah, we didn't fucking go to the moon. Why didn't we? That shit was filmed in Burbank. We're not too in far Burbank? away from the studio. No. Yeah, it was fucking broadcasted from Burbank. Why do you think the connection was so quick? You think they really went to the fucking moon? Fuck no, bro. The moon is fucking far, man. We never go to the moon. Man, it's like right here. And you know what? And you know what? Here, let me me say this on this podcast, Jeremy. I appreciate being on this podcast. Look, let me say this real quick for the fans. 
I don't like Nazis, man. I don't like Nazis. I don't like. Are you sitting here I, like saying <laughs> I'm endorsing Nazis? You're like, listen, I know you no. and your listeners are huge Nazi supporters. But no, I'm gonna make it clear. I, I don't a, like Nazis. I'm making a point right here. For I don't record, support this podcast. Does, does not support <laughs> Nazis either, Roger. Continue. Jeremy B. Nor I do not support Nazis. Nor do any of you fans. So we all do not support Nazis. I especially do not support Nazis. The people who started NASA were Nazis. So whatever these Nazi motherfuckers got to tell me, they can go shove their back their fucking concentration camp ass, those fucking genocide motherfuckers. All of NASA can go fuck itself. Warner Von Braun can go fuck himself. I think just because some Nazis were part of NASA doesn't mean all of NASA is Nazis. It was Nazi Central <laughs> after the world after World War Two. Well, they needed a job. Their boss, well, of course, they their, needed they, a job. Their boss liquidated everything. <laughs> <laughs> like they were out of a job, <laughs> they got laid off. You know what? I I understand completely now, man. It's rough for my people too. So. <laughs> Bro, I've uh, I've well, once again we don't defend Nazis here, but. Hey man, they just lost for jobs, needed new work. That's so funny. Yeah, we don't defend Nazis, but we defend Nazis. <laughs> or at least I don't. You know, I still don't believe that. Oh my gosh. We went to the moon. None of that. You know what's crazy too, Jeremy? What's Let's this? say me, you, and the two puppies went to the moon, right? Yeah. When we came back from the moon and they interviewed us, we'd be fucking ecstatic. We'd be like, yo, man, we went to the fucking moon. It was like this, bro. We saw the stars, bro. We saw everything, man. This shit was so vivid in my mind. That's a moment we wouldn't forget. Yeah. Nor a moment we'd be sad about. When Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and the other motherfucker were first asked on the on the, on the the whatever panel, they were grilled. They were like, yo, man, uh, how was it? And they were just like, mm, yeah, whatever. They were really sad about it. And then when uh, Buzz Aldrin was asked, like, hey, did you remember seeing stars? He's like, ah, I don't remember. That's on YouTube, man. Again, me and Jeremy would be ecstatic. We'll tell you everything from beginning to end. These motherfuckers were somber and couldn't remember. But wasn't it a military operation? Because no. if that's the case, like, Navy SEALs can't come back and be like... That trip was fucking awesome. Let me tell you about it. They're like, it was a successful operation. That's all we can say. The, mm, nah, it was a fucking. Let's fucking publicize this. They don't fucking put Navy SEAL hits on on live on TV for everybody mm-hmm. to see. They fucking don't do that, man. Saddam Hussein was killed, and we didn't. Saddam Hussein is still out there, man. If you believe they killed that motherfucker, <laughs> you're, you're look, mother, look. They just wanted. They needed. A, they needed a fucking point. They needed some points to give to Obama, right? They gave him a bunch of points because he took down the terrorists that you know did 9/11. When you look into it, the CIA knew about these terrorists in Los Angeles weeks before 9-11, and they didn't do nothing about them. We knew they were in Malaysia. There's photos and documents <laughs> that they were in Malaysia, and then we knew that they went from Malaysia to Budapest, and then from there we lost sight of them until two weeks later or one week later when we saw them again in L.A. And then from there, we lost contact with them, but we just fucking fueled their fire, bro. We, we <laughs> 51 agents fucking clicked on the CIA's uh, fucking documents that knew that L- they were in L.A., these terrorists. They had fake passports. They knew that they found their fake passports in the Malaysian hotel when they went to go search it. They knew from Malaysia that they had fake passports, U.S. fake passports, and they were in L.A. a week later. They knew that. And then when that, when that information was supposed to go to directly to the White House Council uh, security dude, which you can look up on YouTube, he complaining that they... 
there was only a few people at the top of the CIA that could withhold this information from directly getting to him. Because all CIA documents just go boop, boop. They go to the head, then they go to him immediately. So somebody has to intervene to have those documents that 51 agents saw that these motherfuckers are in L.A. If you don't tell me that that's bullshit, <laughs> then it's fucked up, man. Next week on the podcast, Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's just facts, man. All I'm saying are facts. Nothing have, have I said is bullshit. So which, which episode of Conspiracy on Netflix did you recently watch? No, I'm just a big fan of the Tim Foyle Hat podcast. Shout out to Sam Tripoli, your homeboy Xavier on the ones and twos. Eddie Brown was a big inspiration too, Ooh, man. Yeah. Getting down with like this fucking great. Because look, man. We don't really know if shit, you, man. Okay, so if I, we, all right, let me entertain do, some of your conspiracies. Love your Project promise. Blue Dream. Project. Have you Blue, heard of this one? See, the ones that I'm Project Blue Dream. Blue Dream. Blue Dream is I heard it's of where Blue they Beam? do the uh, like a uh, projection. Yeah, I heard about that too. Like nine eleven. No, no, but like they they have a they like they can make it look like gods in the sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, I've heard about that being aliens that. and. I've heard about that. Holograms. Supposedly, there's a theory that that hologram machine was used for the planes because planes never really hit the twin towers, and there was always demolition inside, demolition explosives inside. Mm. My homie Victor Martinez, which you know him as well, yeah, his dad is a structural engineer in Texas. As soon as the fucking Victor got old enough to ask him, like, you really think that happened? His dad was like, "No, are you fucking kidding?" There's a video on YouTube too of Trump saying, "Like, dude, the twin towers were built with like steel, like this, bro." An aluminum plane, no matter how fast it was going, would make a dent like that. It wouldn't fucking make the whole thing fucking destroy unless mm. there was explosives inside. And that's from a structural engineer. And that's from our current president that he said, like, when it happened. Damn. These are all just little facts, man. Just little facts. Nothing conspiracy about them. Just little facts that the government and the people in the media who, you know, don't want don't want to get out. But with. I feel like with a lot of conspiracy, there are little facts. But you have to squint really hard and go, you know, yeah, I, I think I can see it. Yeah, you think you I see think it? I, yeah, I see it. Try not to see the whole picture because then they, they kill you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a, re- a reporter in, um, a reporter just got suicided by um, the, the man, you know. She got suicided because she, you know, released the whole article about, like, this fucking sex farm that this motherfucker was running in Brazil for the last 50 years. And this motherfucker was, like, supposedly a holy healer. He was featured on Oprah in 2010. Uh, But he's one of, you know, Clinton's best friends, you know. Oh, yeah? Oh, man, it gets deep. They suicided her (laughs) uh, this Saturday, man. This past Saturday. Recent. It's about to be a week since they killed her, man. Her her son said, uh, he she recently told me this, 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 and this. Um, my mother, you know, she did everything she could trying to get the truth out, and they killed her. He Man. said that on Facebook. His, her son. He had a Facebook live. No, he just had a little no. little post. You know, he didn't, go, it, he no. didn't go live on it. No, all I'm saying is that you know, watch out, part of the people, man. Um, these Lego pieces are the shit, and love your families. <laughs> How's your uh, Lego creation coming? It's coming really good. What is you got there, going on? It's everything I really wanted it to be. Nice. It's like um, an empire, basically. Is it? My, uh, yeah, built by own empire. You know, it's like, um, you see, we have the pyramids right here. Imagine if this was erect, you know, because, you know, da-da-da. He's at the top. There's his mistress, you know, right there. <laughs> I didn't have another piece for him. We have the gorilla who he controls to, you know, control the townspeople, as you can see. And some of the townspeople, you know, trying to revolt over here. They got the cannons with the ammo on top. <laughs> 
nice use of imagination. Yeah, there's a there's a whole lot going on here. You know what I'm saying? I've built up on my uh Okay. I'm mobile. <laughs> Holy shit, how'd you do that, bro? <laughs> Found this little ski uh base. <laughs> like that's so fucking cool. <laughs> oh man, it almost looks like there's like a little there could be a little warfare, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you gonna throw the earth at me, bro? That's what this thing shoots out. It sh- shoots <laughs> planets. This is like built to a smaller scale, but this actually launches. You build like full size planets. We're on a very global spaceship here. You build like the Kirby Death Star. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, that, nice. that's sweet. Look at that. Nice. That's what I'm shooting at. The planet nice. Black. Slide that over. Pla- make sure. It should be on video. Look, yeah. if, it, if it can stay it on there on video, that'd be sweet. It is nice. So let me ask you. Um, I've seen you posting on your Instagram before you play guitar. Yeah, man, I've been playing guitar for around ten years now. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I've been um, not serious about it for the last, you know, I don't know, since out of high school, really. Uh, does that help your creativity at all? Do you find it a good outlet? Yeah, it's a good outlet for creativity and a good outlet just to, like fucking jam out and just you know, get some um, energy fucking yeah. flowing through your body. Cause nice. sometimes I might be I might be dull, you know, smoke a lot of weed, but just playing the guitar and just really riff, riffing on it gives you like feels like you went to the sauna, or you went like on a workout. You feel like yeah, fuck yeah. And then my brain's always working a little, a little better after that. Cool, mm-hmm. nice man. But I don't play as much as I used to though. No, have you only played guitar, or did you play any other instruments? Uh, I feel like I I play bass like occasionally because I feel like if you can play guitar, you can play bass, you know. So. Uh, I took a piano class. I got an A at SMC, <coughs> so I can still play that song nice. you know, that I learned. Um, I can play the triangle, as we all can. <laughs> the cowbell, <laughs> as we all can. Um, I can sing a little, man, you know, sing every now and then. I, I don't write any mo- Actually, I did write that one song for my girlfriend two Valentines ago. Aww. So, you know, that was nice. Was it the? Yeah, it was nice. Was it the? Yeah, it was okay. nice. I listen to it occasionally. <laughs> like, yo. There's recording of it? It's on my you Instagram. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, re- I recorded and it. Where can it people go to see this? Uh, Roger Lopez Comedy. It's like, just scroll a little bit down. <laughs> it's like, I uploaded it maybe like a month ago. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. I re-uploaded it, man. Badass. <laughs> so let me ask you, um, mm-hmm. how do you, what's your uh, strat, like, what's your process? How do you write your joke? Like, you get your idea. You were talking about taking it to the stage. Mm-hmm. How do you... uh? How do you write out your idea? Do you like so you free th- flow capture an idea on the recording? Yeah, so like if What's I think something's funny to, get to stage. Um um just recently I I just I was in the back of uh, where I was performing just listening to my recordings. I I heard what I said and I uh, tried to just basically write it down how I said it. Mm-hmm. If not just write down the main overall topic of what I said and remember what I said and how I said it, mm. which uh, it takes a little bit of a good memory. Um, if you got a shit memory, it's not for you. <laughs> you got to write this shit down. But I you think I have to, a good man. memory enough to then go up on stage and be mm. able to like either recall it off of my brain just because of the topic or just look down at my phone real quick, see how I said it real quick or just like the few words and then just be able to hit it, bang it out. And sometimes my brain just will fucking bang it out a whole nother angle that produces new it's like I'm riffing with it, but I can only riff. I can riff without anything, right? But it's a lot easier to riff and to create material if I already have something that I want to riff about. Mm. And then, like, um, do you write on stage? All the time, all the fucking time. That's what I mean. 
I write the ideas like like in person. I maybe tell it to somebody, but it really gets fucking fleshed out on stage, and that's where all the fucking rhythm comes. The well, that's where the most of the rhythm comes out of, and most of the um, punchlines and tags. Like I'll just fucking stumble onto like punchline after punchline, yeah, and just keep going. And it's um, it's a God given blessing. <laughs> man, uh, yeah, I tried not to. I like, tried writing on stage. I have to write my shit down, man. I asked uh, one night at the comedy store. Um, I heard that Chris D'Elia never writes. And I actually asked him one night, and uh, yeah, he's like, where he gets on stage so much, that's how he writes, you know? It's like, oh, I'll be on the next stage within 15 minutes, so. Fucking um, Bill Burr does it the same way. Bill Burr and Sebastian, they're like, yeah, I can't write. And they're one of the few, the most recent comedians to sell at Madison Square. And they they can't write. They can't sit down and be like, yo, I'm going to write a fucking joke out or a bunch of jokes out. They're like, no, nah, Bill Burr especially, he's just like, yeah, I just think of something funny. And I just go up there on stage and just fucking talk about it. Mm. And then he'll fucking just flesh it on on stage. Go from there. And then he'll just fucking edit, cut, edit, same thing. Yeah. The thing is, like, about getting up on stage as much as you can, because then, like, the more you bond, the more you learn, the more it makes you want to get better. And if you don't get better, quit. <laughs> more stage time for us yep <laughs> nice man so that's that's what i've just been learning but yeah. then again I, I i got into this game wanting to be and still like i still do write i still do sit down and write a premise and a joke out like uh, you know i don't want to say a bit but you know i still do that occasionally but i definitely flourish more being a being able to do it on the spot yeah. But I wanted it. I, I wanted it to. I came in wanting to be like George Carlin because he's one of my favorites. I want it to be like all written down beforehand, all word for word for word. And I'm figuring now that I can't do that. I can. I just need to fucking first like figure the shit out first, like how I do naturally, then workshop it like that. And then it's like finding finding the balance between both, and not just trying to do one because I was just trying yeah. to do one and failing at it. Which is just the writing, just writing, yeah. and then not being like, oh, I forgot what I said. It's not that funny, da da da. And then it sounds so fake too when you just try to remember it word for word without having rhythm written down when you write it, because then it that's when it just becomes better to just say it like in the moment. You got to write as you speak. I think that's a yeah. problem too. That's a big like thing. You'll sit there and write out perfect sentences. Yeah, it's like, like I don't articulate funny. this well. Yeah, right. Myself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I trying to write? An yeah. essay? That's exactly. funny? Exactly, yeah. No, I'm Minimum 250-word essay over here. Trying to have some rhythm, some fucking beats to it, some life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm a good comedian or nothing. <laughs> Let me, uh... Ah, uh, man, you're my second guest. This is obviously going to be evolving. Uh, I love this I want to get setup, some fucking... Man, man I want to think of some, like, staple... Uh, Lego questions, you know, one that I can consecutively or consistently ask my um, guest. Lego questions. Yeah, that's man. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's Lego themed because that's a great. My qu- questions are aimed towards the guest, but I, I feel like I should have more general as Leg- well. I mean, do we? Uh, have you ever gone to Legoland? Dude, I went to. Um, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, nice. uh, down in Florida. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. How's that? With my wife and uh, mother-in-law. It was fun. At the time, obviously, didn't have the podcast, but it was cool, man. Mm-hmm. I always loved Legos. Played with them as a kid. Mm-hmm. I almost debated it was going to be way too expensive of a podcast, but I was like, it'd be cool to take like a uh, 
Lego set. Go grab one oh. and then sit here and build a Lego set out with the guest. That'd be cool too, but man, man, it'd get expensive. It get expensive and it take a it take a while if you're also trying to do oh. a podcast. I'd be like a retard. Anybody wants to send us Legos? Fucking um, hit me up. Hit him up on Jeremy <laughs> Bean Instagram. Beam Jeremy on Instagram. Oh, they good. Yeah, Jeremy Beam on everything else. Mm-hmm. Yo, so you told me you're writing like a new style, man. So yeah, you- dude, I actually started a new process myself on uh, trying to flush out more jokes because I feel like I can. Uh, I want to write more jokes in general. That's been like because I I use well, I free flow a lot when mm-hmm. I write, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes it's just uh, sometimes there's gems in there, but then sometimes it's literally just brain dump. But I've been trying to write out like I'll write out a premise first, mm-hmm. and then underneath it sit here and write out like 10 or 12 tags mm-hmm. and then I'll go run them on stage circle star whichever ones I like and then start narrowing it down get down to the fucking yeah, yeah that's but solid. it's fun to see it like flushed out because like one page could have just one joke just work you know, or, yeah. or not work yeah, yeah. hopefully not work because then the like, rest you work. know like <laughs> I'm, I'm in school currently and dot 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 and then you just mm-hmm. sit here and Write it down, yeah, or whatever it is. Up so in school up, yeah. currently, a there's a lot of bitches. Be a good joke. B, yeah, there's a lot of bitches. C, there's a lot of bitches. Man, these yeah. tags are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my process. See, I uh, I like storytelling. That's my thing, man. And yeah. I gotta, I but see the problem, and you'll see it a lot of open mics is people will share a story, and the story's not funny. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like no story on stage should ever have to end with you guys just had to been there. <laughs> that's like something I've always kept. If I ever have to feel like I have to say you had to been there, it's not worth oh, telling anyone else. If you had to say that, you just made somebody suffer for thirty seconds before exactly, you said man. that. Exactly, Yeah, because no, I didn't have to be there. If you're a good storyteller, mm-hmm. paint the picture well enough, vividly, so I can imagine being there. Very true, man. Yeah. Very true. But oh well. Yeah. So if you're those kind of comedians, don't come to the open mic that I host with the my other fucking goon squad, Channel Three, with no family at Skip Town Playhouse Fridays from eleven to late as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I need to come check it out. Yeah, please do, man. Well, you're always welcome to come do some time, man. We cool. got five minute spots. So what's Goon Squad? Goon Squad is basically like a fucking um, connection of just comedians that, you know, we're all friends and we all just came together as motherfuckers. If this is what happens when the Goonies grew up. <laughs> uh, a little, a little bit more, uh, more better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have a, at the mic. We have a weed. <clears throat> we smoke Mad Mountain weed. We fucking got concessions, booze, like anything you want, wine, tequila, you know. Nice. And then you can smoke inside the establishment too, so you don't gotta be outside, you know, worrying about it. It's a, one of the only few theaters in LA that's letting you smoke inside while comedy's being performed. So it's just pretty bad. That's cool. And the Skip Town Playhouse, Friday nights. Yep, Skip Town Playhouse right o- over on um, Melrose and Heliotrope by the 101. Nice. Anything mm-hmm. else you got coming up? Uh, Yeah, bro. I got a Roger That podcast, man. I'm gonna, oh, I'll yeah. have you as a guest, man. Cool, uh, man. I, I re- see that's coming along. You just launched that yourself, too, man. Yeah, I launched it two, uh, two weeks ago, nice. man. Uh, I'm releasing episode five this Tuesday, man. Stay tuned for that shit. Every week. It comes out uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Oh, twice a week. Hell yeah, man. I'm fucking in that creative media room two times. <laughs> I had my homie Niles Abstin on episode two where we talked about uh, dinosaurs not being real. A lot of facts on there. All right. So that's a good follow. If you want to follow up and if yep. you agree to uh, Roger's nonsense, check out 
to Roger Vap the podcast. Roger that podcast. Find out more, man. We talked about the the Jaru <laughs> Festival being the shift fest. I had the Firefest. Hom- Firefest, exactly. I had the homie Darren Davis on episode four where we talked about uh Twenty One Savage being incarcerated. He made a great point. He was like, "Yo, man, he's stupid, man. With all the bitches at the shows, man, he should have just married one of them." <laughs> yeah, got that green card. Exactly. Yeah, called like, it a day. Fucking made a pre had a prenup or something. Topical. I I know mm-hmm. what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, really, uh, Roger that every fucking Tuesday and Thursdays. Uh, follow yeah. me on Roger Lopez Comedy on Instagram. Uh, the man deleted me off Facebook, so Instagram's the main source to get me. T- you know, you're not on. I'm not on Facebook by choice, not by. Uh, I'm on Facebook again. Force. I, I was on there. They deleted my account. Facebook is a piece of shit. They They'll, did. Yeah, they deleted my account. They're like infringement over some bullshit like UFC post. But I'm pretty sure I was just a part of the sweep of like cons- like people spreading the truth and getting uh, Mark for it during the midterms. Fuck, Mark Zuckerberg's after you. Everybody. Everybody's out for you. Nah, not really. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you got built here? So I've, I've just like added on to the empire that I had started earlier. I yeah. I kind of made it almost futuristic, too, because I have added on twin towers that rotate. Ooh. Whoa, rotating twin towers right here. Um, the gorilla is nice. being fought now by the townspeople. The townspeople have overcome the fucking vicious ruler. This is a rock monster. It's a ro- it's a rock it's monster. It's a gorilla, I guess. But <laughs> so basically, this is the gorilla's weapon. And then uh, the people now have, if you can see, um, a fucking cannon right here. They got right there. See the cannon? Nice. They also got another cannon right here for the people, you know. As I said earlier, this is the... There's people in that bin. Oh, man, I fucking neglected this bin (laughs) I know, man, there's all kinds of dudes. That's only a bin of people. I know, man. I should have made some more platform. I I could have put it, like, right here, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, folks, you guys get the main part of the the whole kingdom. I like what you got on too, man. Man, it I looks just like made a dope this ass mobile. Helicopter. Look, I got my next planet. Like I said, this is large scale. Large scale. Ready to launch. Here's the driver, Will. For this is God. This is God's <laughs> mobile. He just launches planets into existence. It's propellered. That's powered. tight, bro. It looks futuristic as fuck, yeah. man. It moves. Oh, it's broken. It moves. It topples. It's you <laughs> It's all terrain. It's all universal. Yo, there's going to be a point in technology where we can just be like, all right, we set up our uh, our, our people, all right, uh, fight. And then like they'll just like realistically come to life on yeah, the man. table. Yeah, man. That's next season on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we're already in 3D for the select viewers who have the capable technologies. Yeah, but cool soon, that. yeah, we'll have this all. We'll have little hologram animations running through a scanner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool as fuck. Three, we're going to get some 3D printed ones, add some yeah. life to it, like in the movie 9. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that uh, movie. It's a good... Yeah, I just saw it again with my lady. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's nice. a good movie. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having appreciate me. I really it. appreciate the show, Another man. It was one. very fun. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. At Beam Jeremy. Jeremy Beam on everything else. Beam Jeremy on Instagram. I got to... Mm-hmm. I've been trying to fight to get that straightened out, but... You got it, man. Fucking you got yeah, it. I'm on it. Uh, all right. Until next time, guys. Thank you. Peace.